seen her, George? Have you seen her? Oh, I've seen her. I don't know. Uh, out of anything, George, I think our uh, segueing from introduction theme to the song is our... That's our best part of the... Yeah, we gotta... <laughs> we could just Sorry. stop right now. <laughs> yeah, it's only gonna get worse from here. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of uh, This Is Music Podcast. Episode 8. Episode Nocho. Episode 8. Yeah, and we are uh, breaking some ground here on the on podcast. We are doing our first woman yay yay quality and whatnot you know one out, one out of every eight will be okay you know yeah we're george and i are trying to make sure we uh fairly represent everyone here we're not kind of it doesn't have to be black white girl asian blah 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 but you mm-hmm. know we, we want to give some uh some girl love here and uh one of the i mean there's so many to choose from but cat power powerful one yeah one of our one of our favorite ones. yeah one that we kind of we both were grooving on. Yeah, crushing on, each other. grooving on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, so we're doing, today we're doing Cat Power's uh, The Greatest. The seventh album by her, crazy enough, 2006. Yeah. Um, and just the album for me that, I mean, I, I, I knew a couple albums before, but this, this might be her... Uh, what do we say grand statement or just when she magnum opus blossomed yeah absolutely yeah. this is the first uh yeah so so she has a quite a quite a few records under her belt before uh the yeah. greatest yeah. and this is the first one that she has that does not have a cover yeah they're all original uh sean marshall songs uh, that's her uh her charlene marie marshall yes power if you are reading Articles about her, you would think it would be Chan Marshall, which I thought for a while, and so did George up to about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, it's it's yeah. E- easily misunderstood. To the I've been calling her Chan for years. I kind of like Chan, but yeah, Sean. I mean, just hits too close to home. Yeah, to, we know too many Shans. Yeah, and, one too many. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're we're uh, she. This is definitely her. I, I don't, this album is so fucking good yeah um it's unfair it's yeah and and her uh, it's well, just gushing gushing over it already uh and the thing about her is that she started off so young and she's one of those i mean i guess a lot of artists stuff young but you just see her progressing just starting off very like probably knows how to play the guitar mm-hmm. um on her first two albums and her first two albums were recorded on the same day and just release different <laughs> yeah. times. So that's where she's come from. Just like lo-fi. And, and it was that mid-90s, you know, like Modest Mouse, when they, before they got big too. Just that kind of sound, lo-fi. Singing off-key, dark mm-hmm. lyrics. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she's kept the darkness going, but her she found her voice um, probably in 98 with Moon Picks, which is her fourth album. That's kind of really where she came into her own. Her first three albums are good, and I'm sure, just like everyone, you know, when you talk about the Chili Peppers, they had the funk era, and, and they'll never be as good as that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people that think her first three are the she only good albums. She sold out after, yeah. the, after, you know, Dear Sir, or yeah. the, you know, and, I, I, and doing a little research, you know, reading comments about song meanings, there's people in there like, it's not the same as as those first three albums, that's when her true... Off of the greatest. Yeah. People commenting on the greatest saying... Most... You're gonna have one percent. It's the, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. dude who probably comments on everything. Yeah, yeah. But just, you know. So she's got those three albums, and I like them, but they're not easy listening. You gotta be in that... 
in that mood, headspace. whatever that headspace is. So then she started coming into her own with Moon Picks and just doing like cool, like the first song off that album is a sample of a Beastie Boys, but slow down and it's just, it's funky and she's just starting to really experiment with, they, they got flutes going on, so she's, she's really pushing it. And as you were saying, she's kind of old school style musician where she's a good interpreter of music and that's covers. Yeah. It's not just doing covers like some bands who become cover bands, like we're gonna do Led Zeppelin and now you're a Led Zeppelin cover band. She just liked to take her favorite people, Billie Holiday, whoever, Rolling Stones, and just interpret the songs. And you listen to them, sometimes you're not even sure what song it is uh -huh. until you read it or someone tells you. Yeah. Um, so she just kind of was growing up in front of, well, not everyone, but just this small, low-key people in New York and Atlanta, where she, she's a Southern girl, should be noticed. Uh, mm -hmm. Just reading some interviews with her, she grew up with a pretty... Um, her mom was... Uh, Southern Baptist or something? Well, her mom's nickname was Ziggy, after Ziggy Stardust, so you, there you go right there. Okay. So a huge music fan. She had a stepdad and a dad who were both in bands. So she's, she's just around that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Exactly, yeah. And, and her dad, her real dad was into gospel and soul. Her stepdad was into psychedelic and rock and roll. So she was just absorbed. And, and I, I wish I would kind of grew up in that kind of like Southern, because she said it was just parties on the weekends and just people would go out in the fields and just play music mm -hmm. and just kids running around, just having a blast. Just She's just absorbed in, in music. Uh, she's it's, also interesting where it, shows. it wasn't, She's not one of those people that was like, music, that's definitely what I'm going to do. It was just a thing. She's an artist. She wanted to be a baker, a painter, a whole bunch of different things. She kind of fell into music from friends pushing her along, you know, telling her she's, she's got something going on. Um, ridiculously shy. Uh, her stage show... It's 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 too bad. It's just she's like one of those. It's it becomes that's more important than her actual music. She's just known for, especially before her, what, what we'll get into her breakdown that she had during this album. Mm -hmm. Just she would, and I've seen her a couple times, but she'll just play a song and stop. Yeah, her ramble on. on stage antics. Yeah, it's, and during um, this time, just drunk and yeah. just all over the road. Yeah, she's. I mean, that's very common behavior in, in male rock stars. So like why why wouldn't it be the same like yeah the same thing for a, a female I think it's I think her persona or not her persona but who she has as a person definitely has a lot of saying how I feel about her I yeah. mean her music aside you, you, music's cool but it's nice to like the actual you know yeah actually like the actual musician and uh, she's just a badass she really is she's been a badass for a long time a dark girl yeah. Um, a lot of things going on in her head, a lot of dark things going on but in her head. brutally honest. Yeah. Her interviews, she'll just spill what's ever going on, um, and she'll always apologize, like, am I going too far here? And, and the interview is like, this is the greatest shit ever. Yeah. Most people, especially musicians, are really tough to uh, break down into yeah. the... Musicians are, are not the best talkers. No. Um, Not actor, actors are a little, wow, well, stuttered real bad right there. The actors... Well, they can't get over themselves, too. Yeah. That, will, that gives you a lot of material to talk about with musicians it's like cool talking about music oh cool you know we made it uh, in this in the, this studio yeah. and we took this song it's like you can talk about that shit so many times and especially if you're talking to like a 
the, uh, the band, like a drummer, he's just like, yeah, I just play drums. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. You know, some drummers can be really articulate for sure, but it's a little harder to describe music. If you're a songwriter, you have lyrics, so you have a little more you can go on to, but uh -huh. some people like to keep it cryptic. Uh, then you got the Wilco quote, uh, when I don't know how to talk, I sing. Like, mm -hmm. there's some people just can't function normally. Yeah. But you get them up on the stage and goddamn it. Uh, idiot savants. Yeah. And <laughs> Genius I, I, savants. I think that happens a lot, but with her, she's kind of an open book, uh, which is a beautiful thing to see yeah. nowadays. And, um, you know, this is before um, social media came out, and I'm sure I, I know she's on there, and it, it, some people can be a little harsh, but that's, that's the world we live in nowadays. Um, but so she she was coming off of her big it, her albums just kept getting better produced. Her she was finding her voice. She did that big covers record after Moon Picks, mm -hmm. which really like that had Rolling Stones and Billy Holiday. And you could you just all of a sudden hear the shift in her voice to kind of what we're hearing now. It's just mm -hmm. this smooth, sexy. She's a crooner. Crooner, yeah. yeah. She, she smokes. You can hear the smoke in mm -hmm. her voice. Um, always the sadness just lingering there um, it's the it's like the it's the piano uh, piano ballads sad piano ballads with the like horns yeah that blues you know yeah and she's definitely singing 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 her own version of it too yeah because uh, her voice uh, I don't know if how uh, well regarded it is but she's got a beautiful fucking voice it's not just a woman who's a great songwriter. Yeah, and she well, um, she doesn't do like the vocal tricks, any of that. Like, no, she'll let her voice do. She'll let her voice crack, you know, quite often, and it it, it adds a it adds a rawness and, and a beautiful, yeah, flawed, like her, you yeah. know, um, and it, it it's not fake. That's the thing. It's like it's going back to it's that coming old school. from a real place in, in in her in her heart or mind, whatever. Yeah, um, honest. How really she honest. feels that moment when she goes on stage is what you're gonna get. Yeah. She's in a great mood. It's gonna be kind of an upbeat show. If she's yeah. not, that's what you're gonna get. And yeah. That's that's all you can ask for. It feels like you get a special show instead of seeing some bands where you're like, this is the exact same thing over and over again. It's calculated, and sometimes that's dope. But yeah. old school style is just kind of really representing what's what's going on in that moment. Um, and right before this, she came out with "You Are Free," which is where I first heard of her. Uh, there was a song he wore that was a single and it wasn't on any big radio stations but it was on the indie smaller radio stations really good it had um dave Grohl and eddie vetter on the mm -hmm. record playing guitar playing drums um and obviously they heard something too about her that they wanted to yeah. help her and get her and the strings on that album were from uh from david campbell who is who does who's beck's dad oh nice and he does all beck's like every he wins he's the guy who he's arranges the, all the strings for yeah. Beck um, and and and, move, and I, a bunch of other ones and Warren so Ellis like too working, huh? Warren Ellis too who's uh, part of Nick Cave's band uh, he's War part of the Bad Seeds now Warren uh -huh. Ellis but he does, he's the violinist uh, he does a whole bunch of crazy I think he's in the third I forget the, the band name he's in so yeah she's working with players yeah that yeah. album really started the uh, getting her noticed um and she was the first initially noticed by the drummer from sonic youth steve shelley um saw her at a liz fair opening up for liz fair and really knew that, that you know there's something here that he wanted to help push along that's a cool uh double book and cat power on this flare. yeah I, I could see that yeah she's yeah and, and you know who else i she reminds me of uh is pj harvey uh -huh. And it's kind of the same trajectory. Chicks. Badass chick and uh -huh. starts off really rough first couple albums. Good, but just 
dirty and just kind of punk rock but without the drums uh-huh. um, and then just starts writing beautiful melodic piano lush albums mm-hmm. you know they both kind of went that direction um, so that brings us to the greatest t- so around 2003 was uh, You Are Free was touring on that that became her first kind of chart charted uh, album um, and then she was going through breakups and she's never been shy about her uh, alcohol and drug abuse and was going through a lot of shit through that time as well um, and just jokingly she her manager said so what do you want to do for the next album and she said I want Otis Redding Otis Redding's band just kind of throwing that off uh-huh. dude made a call it wasn't Otis Redding's band it was Al Green's band uh, the Memphis just, Memphis Memphis players Memphis blues just had a brain fart <laughs> the Memphis band <laughs> yeah nice uh, <laughs> um, yeah uh, players these yeah. guys were fucking absolutely master session, session guys for you know yeah like was Al Green Memphis part of the Rhythm uh, Band sorry I just had to get that one more time Memphis Rhythm Band Rhythm Band yeah, yeah that's cool um, it, were they part of the Muscle Shoals thing no cause Memphis no yeah. never mind no. Uh, yeah cool yeah I didn't <laughs> see that documentary yet. there's a Muscle Shoals documentary on Netflix we suggest I haven't even seen it and I suggest it yeah it was really good yeah. I watched it with my pops who's not into music like Watch it with your dad. Folks. Yeah, he was, and he goes like, "Wow, I had no idea all these guys." Like, he got a, he started having like a profound respect for Rolling Stones after that. Like, oh, they're not just a bunch of assholes. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so she has been good so far with surrounding herself by talented masters, by talented motherfuckers. Yeah. She plays uh, a lot of piano, a lot of guitar. I love the way um, she plays piano. Very it, simple. It, it had some. It had a lot of effect between the, the al- this album and the album we're going to be doing in conjunction with this uh, closing time. Had a lot of effect on the way I play piano. There you go. As I learned, okay, I was already kind of playing that kind of style of music, and I was like, all right, cool. Well, it's not like I'm already in the in the on the trajectory of this is how I'm playing. Yeah. I just started playing along with those two records, um, and just picking up a style from these two very specific uh, specifically these two albums and, and I love the way she puts piano and I'll, 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 and she gave me inspiration to uh, show my feminine side your feminine side? <laughs> no, yeah. no I can think of anything else <laughs> Cat Power dude it's, Cat it's Power Proto Feminism oh quick Cat Power too the name it is from mm-hmm. Cat Diesel Power yeah the engine company uh huh they were go- about to go on stage and some dude walked by with a Cat Diesel her hat on and she was like Cat Power so it's not female power it's yeah. not I mean it could be now it's whatever it is it's taking its own life but it was literally a last second kind of thing and I, I like it It was she actually was like in a band with another guy but it's it's pretty much her solo uh-huh. moniker um, oh, yeah, like yeah. you said she just plays with different players now mm-hmm. um, so her manager got Al Green's band not not a bad idea because bad. she ended up writing her best album Yeah. and as we go into it you'll just hear even I don't know if, if you're not a musician but just Simple songs to sound this great, you have to be great musicians. It, you could put, play A chord, B chord, whatever, mm-hmm. and just sound sloppy. This, but. this album, in no way, is uh, it's not these guys are virtuosos, 
playing. But they're not doing. But they're not playing. Well, because musicians won't do. Real musicians don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'm they gonna. stay. They. They. The band is exactly where it needs to be. Yeah. And the way she sings along with it, and then you will as we get into it, her backup vocals that she's doing yeah. with her, like sing along with herself. Yeah. It's, it makes it out just kind of what's going on in the background and, right and, here. it's just like it's, and, it's awesome and it was it wasn't like a uh, let's pr- you know practice for a month this was here's the chords the, uh, she called it the Nashville chart system or the Memphis chart system where you pretty much just put up the, the chords and these guys are seasoned vets they look at it okay let's go in the studio she starts playing along they li- listen to it one time alright let's record it so it, it's just like damn it's pretty much Improvised, not improvised, but for the most part, it mm-hmm. is. That's cool. You, you just give them the chords and the tempo. They hear her melody and they're like, "Cool, we know where we to go with this." Yeah, yeah. Especially um, these bands that have been playing literally for 40, 50 years, yeah, whatever. They, they've been around the ringer. Yeah, They're they've played on tons of different sessions, um, but they found each other. Cat Power found this band, and they came up with this. Uh, I, I love how she calls it the greatest too. You yeah. think it's maybe the greatest hits collection? Is she talking shit? Yeah, I mean, even the album cover is is uh, it's boxing like gloves? red red uh, or hot pink with gold necklace bo- boxing gloves, and it says the greatest, and it's it, it's kind of a cheesy cover for what the album actually is. Yeah, um, but it works. Uh, well, there was... re- it, the album makes it to believe that it's like, oh, it's the greatest. It's gonna be like super uplifting, pumped up yeah, music. Far and it, from it is it. quite the opposite. Even of that. the song "The Greatest" is far oh, from totally, uh, totally. And there's actually an alternative cover of just a black and gold picture of her mm-hmm. playing acoustic. I don't know which was first. Yeah, I th- that's the one that I was familiar with too. for the longest time. And then just I think I think it was a marketing thing because that, yeah, that, that, so that other one jumps out at you, and you're oh, like, yeah. "What?" Is, even if you don't even know, you're like, "What? What the fuck is going yeah. on here?" Yeah, that was a cool cut. That uh, I won't, we should probably figure out what that uh, what that other cover was, but uh, we can continue. Yeah. Um, so, into going into the album maybe. yeah let's just um let's just dive in i think we covered uh it's it's obviously this is uh, the memphis rhythm band so uh this is all recorded in memphis during 2005 and released early 2006 um for matador records which has a uh, quite a good um resume resume for indie sort of two post 2000 bands uh so good good record label there all right, so um, should we just dive in? We can go on with the uh, the first song of the album, which is the greatest. It's the name of the album. Here we go, the greatest. It's, you don't know quite what to do with it. It's just, 
It's yeah, the screaming and then just the strings, everything, the piano, the way she's singing, the backup vocals. Yeah. Everything's blending like mashed potatoes. I mean, the, the thing that holds this whole album together is that goddamn voice. Oh. It's just, it's, it's syrup just poured over the mm-hmm. instruments right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't help but sing the strings at the beginning sound like Moon River. Moon yeah, totally. River. Um, right here. That is Moon River's melody right there. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll call it a sample. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember that was one of the first songs I learned how to play piano on Moon River. So from, you got the... Really? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it was. It was from Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's oh. how I got into, into popularity. Nice. I mean, it's older than that, but like that's how I... There's a weird connection there. Yeah. Um, so it comes in with just nice... Those chords just... Bouncing. Bouncing. And then it's got the tremolo guitar. Just just subtle. Again, it's, it's virtuoso. He's like, we'll just slightly have the guitar here. Just the delight there. The way he's pl- bouncing off the delight. plucks. You got the strings. Um, and I think it's Teeny, Teeny Hodges is the guitarist. He was Al Green's lead guitarist and songwriter, too. Mm-hmm. So he wrote a lot of the big songs for Al Green. Um... Yeah, he was sort of the, he got like he seven or eight big hits. Did he? Or like, pro, like you know, songs that Al, Al oh, right, right, made, right. you know. Yeah, so um, no slouch here. No, absolutely not, not. Not just a session musician, his yeah. own song, songwriter. Exactly. Um, all right, so she's going into uh, Once She Wanted to Be the Greatest. I think that's just a universal feel. We all, at one point, if you were little, you wanted to be an astronaut or... You wanted to be a musician, or you wanted to be president of the United States. Everyone, unless you're just, I don't know, dead inside. <laughs> you've had that moment where you wanted to leave some kind of... Or had aspirations for... Had aspirations for... Greatness. Yes. And most of us end up... Uh, Doing okay? Either low, Yeah, we'll definitely wouldn't say the greatest, but, you know... The gr- obviously the term what what being the greatest is is subjective to everybody. And, yeah. And what what I think this song is is like just like perfect or whatever her interpretation of of the greatest is. Um, and it just kind of the, the song goes the opposite of or goes into why she is absolutely not the greatest. Yeah, in a way, yeah. She she kind of put it in her words that it's it's a, an homage to humanity and just respecting yourself. Uh, it's for the working man, just being, uh, getting lot too lost in the in the childhood dream of being the greatest isn't always. Once you get there, for you hear all the stories of people that became that we look up to as the greatest. They're like, yeah, it's cool, but there's so much more. There's the normal life that you're missing out on the the guys that are gone forever from their kids, and they realize that was an important part of the life instead of trying to be the greatest. Yeah. yeah. So there's this a confusion of what it is. Is it the greatest to be the greatest <laughs> <laughs> pressure Just, uh, yeah pressure yeah a lot of the pressure you put on yourself um, I mean and she goes into some pretty uh, pretty quickly she goes into some dark lyrics melt me down into a big black armor leaving no trace of grace just an honor is that you know being lowered down into a casket it's like her her ego being lowered down almost just realizing that it's not, you know, 
I mean, I don't think this is necessarily a song of, about her, about like a mortal, no. mortal death. No. But it's it's like sort of a death of an ego. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, once I want to be the greatest two fists of solid rock with brains that could explain anything. You you just want to be that person to be like, oh, don't worry, I can explain this to you. Uh huh. I understand all. You know. And yeah, there is that that ego loss where you realize uh, you barely can even scratch the surface. Even an expert in one field knows nothing else and anything else. That it, it's almost impossible to be the greatest. God, godlike. Yeah. You can't be universal. You can follow one little slither of greatness. And what does that even get you? <laughs> nothing. And ju- just the the lyrics. The, Right away, her songwriting yeah. is getting exponentially amazing. Yeah, uh, she's writing like kind of Bob Dylan yeah. type poetic ass lyrics, and, um, and, and this is her, you know. Yeah, this is her. I, I feel like this is her coming into that field of the next, greatest next level. Yeah, yeah. she's she's going into her Billy Holiday's, her Otis Redding, her Bob Dylan mm-hmm. phase, whatever you want to call it. But this is grown up shit right here. Yeah. This is where the yeah. This is where you separate your child uh, like music with just uh, lower me down, pin me in, secure the grounds for the lead and the dregs of my bed. I've been sleeping for the later parade. That that later parade is like I like that last line and the dregs of my bed. I've been sleeping for the later parade. Um, That kind of seems like death, like straight up death. Yeah. Um, you know, just the later parade, like the party later. I and, don't know. And, and life, life after this. Yeah, and and there is a lot of references to to death, and she was going through quite a, a depression and alcohol, cocaine binge at this time, where she had a nervous breakdown and almost did die mm-hmm. um, during the kind of after after this album. But during even during the recording, she was kind of a, a mess. Even though actually during the recording session, she was good, but just any other time was yeah. Yeah. all over the place. Um, and yeah, there, there's a lot of allusions. And <laughs> there's one song later on that says, I hate myself, I don't want to die. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really get much more poetic than that. Yeah, I think she is sort of a master of, of honest dark thoughts yeah um, and this album yeah things that you might be afraid of, to say littered, littered with it yeah it just kind of comes out and yeah. punches you in the dick with it and re- the drums too they always sound like they might stop yeah they just kind of keep going uh-huh. it's just a seasoned drummer just never overplaying his role little splashes everything stops a little back, backup vocals. Yeah, and yeah, we'll, I, we're gonna keep saying it, but her backup vocals, especially on some other songs. Oh no, this is one which the greatest, the greatest, the greatest. Right here. Yeah, without those. It's just you're not getting that. And then, yeah, and you hear you hear that David Camp like what well, if you now that you know who David Campbell is, look up his his discography. Beckstad and Beckstad, and just look at the stuff he he works. He has such a distinct style of of arranging strings and putting together yeah. that this fits right in that. Yeah, like David Campbell style shit. Yeah, um, and it's fucking perfect yeah. piano strings guitar 
drums, her voice, backup vocals. There's a lot of shit going on in here. So she comes out with a banger. First banger of the day, folks. These are uh, <laughs> this is a different kind of banger. Mm-hmm. This isn't a club banger. No. No, this, this is, is a wine drinking, looking up at the stars banger. Enjoying life. Yeah, sitting out on a you know, like sitting out on a porch down in the south with yeah. the, those big um, willow trees or whatever they are and just the, the cicadas are mm, little dog napping on the side. <laughs> Shotgun in your hand. Shooting fucking ducks. And, and uh this should be oh no, we aren't drunk drinking them yet, but uh we are drinking <laughs> This is brought to you by <laughs> Never mind Miller Light again. <laughs> So uh, comes out with toasty. yeah. So and and the, and the album, I'm always trying to find some fucking arc with every album. It seems like now, but that she just loads the front end of this album with more of the upbeat, just killers. Mm-hmm. And there it is, the greatest. Uh, yeah. On to the next one. On the next one. Number two, Living Proof. Mm-mm. It gets better. Introduction drum beat and then the sweeping organ or what did you call it? It's like it's a it's a ham, it's a very distinct type of organ sound that you hear in any time it's a great organ sound. Yeah. It's this fucking sound the and it's a Hammond B three organ. Always. Always. Yeah. Uh, when you I mean uh, there's obviously terrible times to use that organ sound, but when it's great, uh, do you ever see the rain by uh, just another in my head? Uh, by um, Credence. Credence is another one that uses it perfectly, and the song just is like a little. Oh, later on, a little interlude. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go to that part uh-huh. for sure. Um, so just right off the bat, yeah, great intro. It's got a chunky guitar going on, and then Chan, Sean, whatever you want to call her, comes in, um, and it's not not the face, the color of your hair, it's the sound of your voice, mate. It's got me dragged in. Uh, you're not supposed. To, you're supposed to have the answer. You're supposed to have living proof mm-hmm. of God, a child, or I. You know. Then she says, "You're, you're supposed to have living proof." Well, I am your answer. I am living. Like over here, look at me. I'm uh, the one that you're supposed to be caring about. Stop looking around for everything, anything else. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the living proof. Or you keep talking that you need something that you to believe in or believes in you. Right Do you here, have bitch. your answer? Well, I am your answer. She I says that kind of angry, too. Do you yeah. have your answer? Uh-huh. A little, a little cocky? 
Well, I am here. And it fades out. She starts even picking up. That's like her voice, her getting most excited, and they just mm-hmm. fade out. Mm-hmm. They don't even let her go. They're like, no, 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 calm no, down. No, no, no. That's not what we need right now. <laughs> this, is a, this is a lounge jazz album. La- um, I wrote down for that lounge, great lounge groove. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's the stutter drums. Another um, off weird off tempo yeah. drum yeah. drum pattern it's nothing's, a on, nothing's on the fours <laughs> no not at all <laughs> it's on the eights or whatever it is the sixteenths yeah um, I mean right now and then right now now he's going four yeah. four but he'll just do little yeah little nice little subtle changes um who's that we have a name of that drummer instead of calling call the drummer I know the drummer it's uh, Steve Potts Powerful Steve Potts. Powerful Steve Potts. Sorry for calling you the drummer. Sorry about that, but and this is uh, Dave Smith on the bass. The uh, the the bassists go between Leroy Hodges and Dave Smith. Yep. Um, yeah, it really goes each each other song. It looks like <laughs> Leroy and David just take turns. I wonder if that was like one, three, eight, and twelve were one session, and then that the other one. Kind of seems like that. Or it's like stand-up, stand-up bass, or just like regular bass. Yeah. Um, is the background singing? This this song is a little tricky for me to, to figure out. I I think it is talking to someone again. What I've just stated, just kind of hello. I'm I'm right here. Mm-hmm. I'm everything that not everything you need, but you you're you're saying you're lost or or looking for someone fucking right in front yeah. of you. I love this line, uh, will you terrorize this with your perfect lips? I want you to eat and feed this mess to the running wind. But I like know that. you from before and after until then. Yeah. yeah. It's like, there you go. And then the background vocal came uh-huh. in for lips. Um, yeah, and it, it could also be a sh- not a shot at science, but just... We talking too much about things when it's like I'm here right now, alive. What we can we can intellectualize all this. We want even relationships. We could keep talking about what we're gonna be. We could fucking be here right now. Yeah. You know, there's something about that. Just I'm your answer. You're looking out everywhere else. We could be doing it right now. Mm -hmm. You could be kissing these goddamn lips. Kind of be could be yeah exactly. It kind of could be like stop talking, start kissing. A god. Um, There's definitely godlike things yeah, going on here. Yeah. You think she's singing to a god? No, like almost in a in a persona of a god. Um, I like that. And like the, in this in this little example with this dude, she is the god. Um, with you know, god obviously being not god. Yeah. God, yeah. But like a god in this story. And then she's just telling the dude, like, no, I'm your, I'm your answer. Yeah. And, um, and your mind, too. Why are you, yeah. Because it's not your face or the color of your hair. Mm-hmm. You know, any of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the ice in the seam, the scheme of you. Mm-hmm. A little, something a little dar- uh, darker and deeper than just the, uh, yeah. you know, your lips and it's, your hair. It's, and it's your... everything else that everyone else sees. I'm seeing that next part. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that first part. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I like what's deeper and I like what's, uh, what's inside you. Yeah. Like, and I know, wish you would see it because it's right there in front of you, too, mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Offering, yeah. Yeah, um, which is and, a very, oh, very the, realist, very uh, not realistic, uh, uh, relatable thing yeah. to be in, in a relationship and kind of have that feeling of like 
why I'm I'm what you want. Yeah, I'm what you do what I want, and, and why you know. Yeah, or or time has gone on, and it's like, are you getting sick of this? Uh-huh. When I'm still what you need, like you're gonna go try oh, to find it somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And you're just gonna end up looking for me again. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a song later that kind of alludes to that too. So yeah, I can see all of that. It's it's another her songwriting's just killing it. Yeah, and good open for interpretation. Just, exactly, yeah. exactly. Just the the and, and all of those the things we just said being being right reasonable yeah. reasonable uh, interpretations of it. And we could wh- probably keep doing it like five or six more times. Yeah, and the drunk horns too. We didn't talk oh, about yeah. this. The yeah. those like lounge like. Mm-hmm. Oh, go to 2.30, I'm sorry. That's kind of, I think that's your organ breakdown, maybe. Um, but I think there's a little solo going on in 2.30. But yeah, they got horns, just slowly picking up. It's just the pickup here, yeah. That little play, and then that kind of got her fired up to yeah. pick it up there. Yeah, she definitely definitely comes, she heard comes that. in there with a little more power there. Yeah, yeah just cat that, power. Oh, there you go, cat powerful. <laughs> cat powerful. <laughs> cat powerful. Um, just a great. There you go again with the with the uh, banger organ. Banger number two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we can go on. Anything else there? We can no. go on to uh, the third song of the record, "Lived in Boz." Her single. kind of a great album just to kind of uh, sit heartbroken and drink whiskey to yeah. and this it, it sounds like this is a lot of the songs were written in that state of mind as well yeah I mean lived in, this is a, a love song to the to the alcoholics to the it's, it's actually for it's, it's a song about poets musicians entertainers mm-hmm. um just the the life of being on hotels, trains, swimming with sharks, which is the the probably the the businessman, um, the traveling salesman, the, the the comic, the musician, the you know people who are away from home and they find solace in the in the bottle and the bars. And then yeah, and then just the the people that go to the bar every night. There's those people that get that escape. There's that, nothing that. like living in a bottle and nothing like ending it all for the world. We're so glad to have you, uh, to have come back. Every living line will lay in your lap. 
it's like you know it's kind of like that cheers you know where everybody knows your name yeah. kind of thing where everybody this is one is, place where you're loved yeah absolutely and then we got the shoot by shoot part here it sounds like uh this is part of the night you know where everyone came in it was sad it was slow you're coming to the bar you're like another night here and all of a sudden the buzz is kicking in uh-huh. and everyone starts dancing and chit-chatting and all of a sudden everyone's got something to say and yeah, then I'm, I'm watching the music video while I'm doing oh, this and then just like it's, it was her just kind of like sadly walking through and then now she's in a bar and putting on animal masks and they're all dancing and yeah. she's like it's pretty cool it's it's that moment of uh, the reason they all came here mm-hmm. sometimes you're like oh, I probably shouldn't go out and then you're out and you're in the middle of the the chaos and the fun and you're like this is that moment I was trying to get to uh huh it, it's funny because it kind of starts off like oh cool another like sad depressing song and it starts it ends, like that and it ends huh? like that yeah mm-hmm. and it's like what oh, the night's over I gotta go home don't forget yeah it, it's just a song for for it's a love song for the the lost or the uh the artists mm-hmm. um and she said Alone a couple wolves. she kind of you know when she talks about songs and again there is no right or wrong way but she said artists mess up um it's a little bit religious she said uh trying to make sense of everything um and it's just about suffering and doing your best to get through wow that's a lot dark, a lot deeper than than i thought it was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You get, you get the horns again kicking in. Yeah, well, it's it's that kind of uh, the sound that is kind of sprinkled in in the songs. It's not on that horn, that sad thing. It's kind of sprinkled in here and there. Yeah. And another reason why why I want we we're doing this one and uh, closing time in conjunction with Tom Waits. Just in case Tom Waits, 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 Tom Waits closing time is the album that we're referring to. Um, that horn sound is all over the Tom Waits record, yeah. but it's the exact same. Whatever, it's like a muted trumpet. Yeah, um, it's it's awesome. Yeah. It adds such an extra layer to the music yeah. that it's very drunken sound too. Just yeah, and it just sways uh-huh. away. It's, it's like kind of like a guy like wavy. passed out and then he goes, oh, kind of regain consciousness. Yeah. Pass out again. It, that's why he just kind of wakes up. Yeah, you know, drunkenly wakes up from its drunken stupor and comes in and, and just kills it. I could see <laughs> putting this on like you're at a dive bar and everyone's just kind of chilling. Some people chit chatting, some people playing pool, and you got a nice jukebox. You throw this song in. I don't know. I see everyone just kind of like look All up right. a little bit. Like this is dope. This yeah. is dope. Found it. Um, yeah, and I do like how it picks up for a second. There's a little fun there, but everything must end. I'm uh, definitely gonna be putting the music video up on the uh, on the website yeah. because she is the fucking cutest in this yeah. music video. She is adorable. She's wearing like a backwards baseball cap and like a small wedding dress, type cocktail dress. Gorgeous girl, love her. Um, and just another fucking banger. Banger. Banger number three on the on the, on the album. Uh, another great one. So, I mean, you could put those first three could all, I mean, this was a single, but those are just, again, not singles that are radio pop hits for the summertime, but mm-hmm. these are just standards. They could become standards eventually. Yeah. People covering their shit. Yeah. But uh, there's that beauty and that simplicity of it's like just kind of the southern 
southern rock, southern it's not southern rock, but it's you know yeah. coming from southern that area. Shuffle. Yeah, um, I love the super deuce. I do. I really do. So it's so not expected at all yeah. to come in. Yeah. And she's out of here. So uh, we'll move on to powerful cat power. Song number four. Could we? up a little bit yeah. it's a sunny day things are moving things are, are, are grooving now you know she's uh she's this is a song of action she started dating again it sounds like uh springtime and and she literally did say this was about uh starting to date again after going through some heaviness some breakups um and just that great feeling of meeting someone waking up after a fun night and like what are we gonna do now and just kind of daydreaming of uh what could be or what may come the good things yeah and the the best part of this is the the instruments in the background you got the the horn and the guitar trading it da, da, and then the little tri- little hammer on guitar that little hammer on, that's so good this is standard memphis absolutely yeah and what sticks out to me um the most here is her second voice that she sings in this is her backup vocals for this are so different than what her voice it's her yeah it's sean do it's cat it's like right here yeah right here yeah sounds like a different singer it sounds like billy holiday yeah that's why i always think like that, that influence comes in and it's so dope that it's her yeah doing that yeah and it, i don't did we say that i think we said it before the show even came up but it's almost like it's a ghost singer uh-huh. in the background yeah. you know it's not up front it's hiding back there um it's faded but it's but it's there yeah and there yeah and this sure. one for sure is is uh it doesn't sound like her it sounds like there's another singer mm-hmm. singing back up and this song is short and sweet yeah. this is a pop song i think it's five verses no chorus it's just over and over again uh-huh. just her going on about her day uh taking a walk to talk in the afternoon um just holding my hands kissing in the grass uh waking up getting dressed going for a walk again and then make another date real soon short and sweet mm-hmm. beginning of love real soon in the afternoon or yeah like the beginning of being in love yeah. You know, in the infancy, it's that things are springtimey and things are. This would be a great, like, uh, like antidepressant commercial song or uh, yeah. song for like, a, like yeah. them, two of them sitting like in a field in tubs uh-huh. holding each other's hands. <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. Yeah. I'd swing it on a, on a, uh, a porch, you know, bench swing. Yeah. Or like erectile dysfunction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he just looks over and smiles and she's yeah. just like, Should oh, we? no. I don't know, can you? Yes, I can, with my new prescribed Viagra. Um, 
Shan, Sean, if, if you're you looking need, for... If you uh, need money, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we can be your agents for 10%. Your one kind of happy song. Mm-hmm. Let's make money sell off it. of it. Sell <laughs> it. Let's sell off happiness. Happiness is a warm gun. Um, uh, I think, uh, yeah, another just banger mm-hmm. and like here's an update here's an upbeat banger yeah you know where it's this is the whole time stays the same same beat and happy yeah you know and even her voice is not faking happiness nope. she's singing with a little sweetness in her voice she knows that there's something good here and yeah. i'm gonna i'm not gonna try to look too far ahead mm-hmm. i'm gonna mo- it's going back to i'm living right now i'm here right in front of you mm-hmm. but for now it's I'm good happy. Uh-huh. well soon things will soon take a turn Oof. Happiness is fleeting, I'm telling you. Just, and, and these are a little out of order because Could We was about a new relationship, but the next song is about the end, the relationship that ended to get into this new relationship. Mm-hmm. So a little out of order here, but uh, anything else you have for that song? No, I just, I, I love it. It's just a nice, sweet summer song. Yeah, the guitar on, on, on it is, the tone is perfect. Yeah. Um, I think it might be her. The guitar? She I, she is pl- I think she is playing guitar on the song on the song but I don't know if that's uh, her playing. I like that those little tremel- those little hammer-ons. It reminds me of uh, "Love Me" t- uh, "Love Me Two Times" with the doors. Just that that playoff. I, I love that sound. And it just swings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I see that Leo. Leo Leonardo DiCaprio like happy meme that everyone posts yeah. like his head kind of <laughs> tilted yeah, like yeah. that's this song <laughs> this song if, that, if this song was a meme it would be happy Leo yeah happy Leo meme cool well let's uh, try to think of a meme for this next uh, banger <laughs> song number things five. have gone and gone away song em- number five empty shell saying you fucked up when she sits on your lap try to pretend to laugh when she does stupid things just like I used to do do not hate her Um, it sounds like she's obviously well I don't know it's a little mix she says I love you and I miss you I really do love you and miss you too but I don't know you I don't need you and I don't want you anymore the way she sings that I don't want you anymore part two Mm -hmm. uh, breaks, breaks your heart yeah, well, when we get to that part, which is actually coming right now, we'll actually listen to it. 
Um, sound to it um but yeah sad and in love mm-hmm. but free from free from it and it's over i do like the i do like her telling telling the, the dude it's just like yeah don't just don't treat the next one like you're treating me yeah she going into some verbal kinda abuse nice. kind of stuff like yeah. don't treat her like shit mm-hmm. or just be just like the little things like that trying to pretend to laugh when she does stupid things just like i used to do do not hate her. Don't let her even try. For to leave her is to love her the same as you and I. Yeah, just kind of like, just smarten up from what you did with me. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't pass this fucking bullshit. Yeah, because you're just going to keep doing the same, yeah. same mistake. And, 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 and saying something like that to a former lover is good advice. Yeah. You're not telling them like, like fuck you, don't do the same thing. You're like, for, I love you. Yeah. Obviously, we're not together anymore. But for your betterment, Benefit. Yeah. don't do treat other girls the way you treated me. And I mean, yeah. that's a very relatable thing. And yeah. I mean, instead of just thinking like, oh, yeah, have, be better to your next boyfriend. But like. Yeah, like if you can go back, just don't do the same yeah. things that, as you as a person, are didn't work out between you and me. Don't do that to the next people. Yeah, uh, next like you're saying, it's like I love you. You you do have greatness here. Mm-hmm. You just have this little flaw mm-hmm. that's gonna keep causing issues. And instead of just disappearing, being like fuck you, I'm out of here. Here's here's my little input. Maybe yeah. you, you take it or you don't. Yeah. But it could make for a better uh, relationship mm-hmm. because that's why we ended. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think a lot of guys would probably want, wish they could uh, get some of that advice. And if, gir- and if, opposite yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. Both I, mean, ways. I think if if the world were a more uh, open and honest place where people can say what they truly are feeling without there being misinterpretation and stuff like that, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. If every girl that you after you were done, you're like, okay, cool, like. We're done. We're done now. This is what you need to work on. This is what you need to work on. Continue on. Yeah, I think, and, and it'd be like that would be a great thing to actually utilize as a as a human being. I think it would have to be like a six month to a year grace period though, because anything in that time is like yeah. fuck you. Tell me how yeah. to. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's very true. Well, I'm just saying, well, in this world that I'm portraying, all that stuff is gone, yeah, and we, honesty and truth really do reign supreme. You know. Yeah, or, or, you know, maybe get the X's in, like, the, on the day of the breakup, six months later, you go into your room, you take ecstasy, and you just let it all discuss. out. Of, discuss. Mm-hmm. the what really happened. How Instead of always wondering, what the fuck did I do? Or maybe you know what you did, but... You don't, have, it. Like, you don't have the but, words. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a good way to gain closure like that. It's like, oh, what did I do wrong? Oh. 
Yeah, okay. And like, you did, and you his, were right. Yeah. You, and were right. you know why? Maybe I acted like this because you did this. Mm-hmm. And you get that out of the way. Uh, yeah. Instead of leaving an empty shell. Yeah, well. Try to. Uh, she's the empty shell. She doesn't like, she doesn't need another oyster being shucked. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she's trying to prevent another oyster from being shucked. Yeah, but um, well, and, and she's giving advice because she's moving on to could we in, uh, in a new happy relationship, and she knows that for him to get there, he's got a little hurdle. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is a verbal abuse kind of thing. That it's just that little kind of stinging line in there. Do not hate her. Don't even try. Start hating on her for saying stupid shit. Yeah, that can yeah. be brutal. Yeah, it's condescending. Yeah, it's I mean, guys can do that to each other. Friends can do that. But Something about when a man does it to a woman that, especially, I mean, well, no, it, it's pretty hurt, hurtful when yeah. women do it to men too. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. It's obviously, we're just like, all right, well, you, now you're gonna make me. We're love each other, and you're gonna make me feel like a fucking asshole. I, I think one of the there was some article I was reading about like signs of divorce, and one of the like, like the top thing is the short little stabs at each other in front oh, of other people because it's a bunch of little little ones over yeah. time and you're like <laughs> laughing it off and she's just like remember when you were an idiot last week and you're just like yep remember when you were a stupid bitch yeah. and then it's just like it's just crumbles. i don't know susan but maybe if you weren't such a cunt this last mm-hmm. christmas i wouldn't have been like that uh, it. Yes. Oh, so uh it's a good times in relationships sometimes sometimes <laughs> but sometimes it's like could we and then sometimes it's like empty shell mm-hmm. Um, well, let's go on to another relationship that will survive. Another, uh, another great one on that one of my favorites. Willie. Yeah, me too. Willie and Rebecca. Let's hear about them. The song's called Willie. favorite songs too in my head uh for as long as i've been listening to this record i can't uh, my brain always kind of goes oh this is a love song to willie nelson yes always. not at all no. <laughs> it's not at all but that's probably a reason that it reminds me of willie nelson so i like it I, I, i'm willie. sure i don't know why because just because we love willie nelson but I, I think she named it willie because no matter what it has nothing to do with him but she's like i'm just gonna yeah willie's so powerful i'm just gonna call this guy willie this character uh, Willie Deadwilder and Rebecca. Um, this is a brutal song. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a, a said it before the. It's kind of a Bob Dylan like uh, love song. Um, just very poetic, very uh, you know, deep and dark. Yeah, I I, I always liked, like. Like uh, butthole. <laughs> I always liked the line. He's on the same side as you. He's just a little behind. Mm-hmm. I just you can look at that as humanity just the you could, the homeless guy uh, the guy down in the dumps um, 
just anyone who's in a, a bad place, you know, he's on the same side. He didn't, he's not your enemy. Mm-hmm. He's just a little bit behind. Yeah. And don't, don't leave him behind. And don't give, or don't give him shit for being behind. Yeah, uh, so he's behind. You someday you'll be behind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's that that that's pretty pretty heavy there because that's a very um, well humans love to do that. Yeah, and it's a very shitty thing that humans do yeah where it's like oh well i'm better than you makes you feel better oh absolutely yeah but it's like really anybody could be in a shit situation where you are a homeless person or you have you know it can change very quickly very 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 quickly and your your mental state to think that you're better than anybody else when when life is so fucking volatile volatile um Things could implode at any time to think that you're better than anybody else. Really, yeah. pretty shitty thing to do. Yeah. And but it's 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 rampant and it's uh it's sort of an evil virus of human existence. Yeah. Instead of thanking your lucky stars for the good thing, yeah, stop it's, stop it's, taking it as you. It's always you did something great and this person didn't. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. you just got lucky. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot of people that say that that uh, even have made it or been the greatest or. People interviewing artists, a lot of it is luck, and they, the humble ones, know that. Yeah. And they don't. They're not like I'm better than all of you. And you're yeah. all losers. Not everybody's Kanye West, but again, not everybody. And we need those people, oh, though. absolutely. But because if, if everybody's human- so agreeable, and like, oh no, you know, the Beatles are always better than us. Yeah, we're, you know, we're they're not the best, but humility can get old, just like, yeah, just like. Uber bravado can't. And, and, and Jesus, I'd never, I'm not going to turn this into a Kanye rant, but uh, I mean, that guy does give a lot of shouts out and he's humble about different things. He's, uh-huh. he's saying that he's the greatest, but he's always looking for. Uh, looking out. Yeah, and, and, and whenever you read actual people that are in the room with him doing music, they're like, the guy's dope. Yeah. Like, he's not this braggadocious thing, it's just part of his persona. Anyways. Um, Love you, Kanye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I tell you, there are some people living alone. I tell you, there are some people with nowhere to go. They're the same. There are some people that don't believe in love, but Willie and Rebecca will prove them all wrong. So yeah, just uh, a love story between all the sh- crazy shit that goes on in their lives. The thing that's gonna keep them together is love. Uh, we didn't even get into the music. The it has a cool piano intro. It's, it's those uh, like splashing piano. Yeah, it's like heavy hand. Yeah. And then this bass line comes in. It sounds almost like a stand-up bass. The, um, the guy who's playing this has a couple riffs that he repeats, like do 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 do. He does it at oh, the yeah. beginning of this one, and yeah. it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a hook. Uh, exactly a hug. Or what's the word? A motif where it shows up a few different times. And the sax fills the burp burp burp. Just little stabs. Jinx. Right there. Drinks. Owe me a light. Here. You want another light? Sure. I, yeah, I was actually literally saying. Give me Don't forget beer. this uh, podcast is sponsored by Miller Light Genuine uh, Draft. A Miller fine Light. Pilsner a beer, fine Pilsner. and it's got to be the old school style yeah. uh, label. It's great can, great can uh, design. It makes you feel like you're 1977 Dallas. And mm-hmm. any moment, some broad and Daisy Duke's gonna come in. Suck your dick. Well, it doesn't have to be that, George. I mean, she could just have an opinion about something. Um, Powerful Willie and Rebecca. Yep, that was a song about Willie Nelson. 
Fact. <laughs> Fact. Oh, and, and we'll, <laughs> Don't throw, checking. we'll throw this up on the on the website. Um, there was actually a song called Willie Deadwilder, which is the character in this, mm-hmm. that she wrote during the You Are Free sessions, the album before. It's 18 minutes long, and it's very Bob Dylan. It's heard just acoustic. Oh, and the acoustic is played by M. Ward. Powerful, Powerful M. Ward. M. Ward. If you don't know M. Ward, great musician in his own right. And uh, one of the greatest, like, acoustic guitar, uh, specifically yeah. acoustic guitars. Yeah. That dude's a beast at, aco- as, at acoustic. It's yeah. not a thing that gets, you know. No, he's, he's uh, well, he's in the band She and Him, and he's in Monsters of Folk, too. And M. Ward. And, and M. well, yeah, his yeah. So- on solo stuff. Yeah. Um, and he played, um, I went to go see Monsters of Folk, and they did this cool thing where they played the Monsters of Folk. Did I saw him at the Greek. I think that was pre-you. Yeah, because I went. It was <laughs> pre-you. Um, oh no, we saw Jim James and Solo. and uh, Birdman came out. What's his name? Uh, Bright Lights. Bright. Uh, yeah. Bright Eyes. Connor. Connor Oberst. Yeah. Um, I was just listening to them, but the, the cool thing that they did was uh, they they did all the the Monsters of Folk songs, and then they did uh, Bright Eyes songs, and they did M Ward songs, and they did Jim James or more my morning jacket songs, and some of them were solo, and they let M Ward do like this three four minute solo thing just him doing his songs or interpretations of songs and then he just did this acoustic playing mm-hmm. and it, the greek theater was just like what who is this guy yeah like most people probably knew him by then but if you didn't you know people know jim james powerful voice and then Con- and connor over bright eyes is huge and wards was kind of the the, the lesser known of those wow. and he just fucking yeah is an animal mm-hmm. and so check out m war check out monsters of folk uh, but and check out this video which we'll post 18 minutes long it, it's 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 just a ramble but it's it's kind of with the the birthing of this Willie character um, and kind of I had no idea about it so we'll throw that up on the website um, beauty yeah another another one and I like the story of it you know kind of going back to an older older time and in, in, in songwriting history um, and this is another song that reminds me of uh, the connection between this and, and Closing Time, Tom Waits' album that we're going to be doing after this again, um, is the name songs. Yeah. Uh, Closing Time oh, has yeah. a couple. And then, They're my favorite songs. And then a story. Yeah, me too. And yeah. then a story of of Martha or Rosie, or in this case, it's, uh, Willie. it's Willie. And, and uh, she goes into this man named John who kind of helped her out. It's pretty brutal. He laid my head on the bed and told me sweetly I'm not crazy like all the others said. <laughs> no, he's not crazy like me. And then, uh, you know, don't bring me down. My heart is a worried thing. Memories have planted seeds on a field I know. Wanted to reap and sow. I'm on the same side of you. I'm just a little bit behind. So she's one of them too. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. And, and she was getting a lot of flack for... It, she almost became like a circus show where people would go see her shows just to be like, look up, look at the fucked up girl, because she would right. be wasted and yeah. erratic and not singing and talking to Bert. You know, she would like talk to a squirrel that was outside. Like she was going through some weird shit, and people were. We like to see train wrecks, and it was yeah. she was almost being celebrated for it. Was it. Like and the, the gladiator yeah. mentality of let's see this. Let's watch this beautiful, destruction. Beautiful flower, wilted. yeah, especially a beautiful girl. Yeah, to yeah. see her erect, and and that's. So there was probably some guy who just comforted her and said, "You're not crazy, like they're saying. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You keep doing you, and you'll be you'll be fine." A man named John wrote a song for me to sing in the most beautiful flowers I'd ever seen. He was a very good man. He had even been a very good man to me. 
Hope one day his song I will sing, another love I still love, familiar face to me. Powerful, John. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Um, I wonder who John was. John Lennon. Probably. Uh, And it's so funny you say Dylan. She she calls Dylan God Dylan. That's that's her God. Yeah. Not Bob Dylan, God Dylan. Mm -hmm. So maybe she'll be out there in the in the desert with us. That'd be cool. Um. Absolutely beautiful song. Nothing else to be said. We we covered it. It's a beauty. Going into another beauty. Uh, actually, an absolute fucking beauty. Number seven. Where is my love? I almost said mind. Where is mind, love? Where is my love? Where is my love? Horses galloping It's kind of funny if we're going to do a little Tom Waits thing. He has a song called Lonely, where you get that the song is called Lonely. And yeah, so he repeats yeah. it. And it's kind of in this same kind of... It's it's like someone just lost in that same state of mind. Just, where the fuck is my lot? Like, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I've been looking... alone. Yeah. I, uh... Just horses. Someone bring him to... Just, I'm not... I don't want to look anymore. Just put him on the couch next mm-hmm. to me. You're my love. Let's do this. Without listening to it, it sounds a lot like uh, like a Lana Del Rey ultraviolence record, uh, just the way. Or, yeah. or no, the, the yeah, yeah, ultraviolence. And, and like Fiona Apple too. Mm-hmm. Um, bad, all badass chicks. Yeah, all great. Um, okay, we could do a Fiona Apple. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. yeah, daydreaming of love. As George and I were talking during the song, it's just ascending piano sales or descending, mm-hmm. and just going up and down the piano scale. Um, it's got those nice subtle strings. Which just kind of fill in, yeah. and it's 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 wavy type of song. It's, it feels like waves coming in and out. This is maybe you're off the porch and now you're down on the beach, it's still drinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got your vapor out. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's going down, and you're just like another day just went by, and I don't have my goddamn love. But I'm drunk. Yeah, it, I mean it's definitely uh, one of the, the few things that. Or sorry, one of the things that isn't so common, but I love is the just the drum, like a like a sad piano song. Um, and someone just ranting and over and over. Someone just going over, yeah, just what? No story. She's just repeating herself. Yeah. Um. And that like being in that state of mind with a good piano is it's hits the fucking soul. Yeah. You know, it hits it hits real deep. It, it could be a wedding song. I mean, because then, then it's There Is My Love. Where is my love? Where well, is my love? You don't have to sing it. Not every song has to be in the uh, wedding song tradition. Yeah. But, like yeah. Brian and Kimberly, what did we walk? What did we play? The, we played for their wedding, her wedding march. What song did we play? Some. Um, X and Y. Yeah. Justin it's Timberlake. a Beyonce song. 
but it's done by John Mayer. The oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, that's right. But Justin Timberlake, if you want to say it. I just whatever, dude. <laughs> Did you see Justin Timberlake, too? Justin Timberlake. And this, this song is very, like, 50s. Um, like, it'll almost be, like, on like Gone with the Wind or something like yeah. that. Yeah. No, her um, music, this album, maybe not her music overall, but this album could be classic. put in, yeah, could classic. be put in an older time. Yeah. But still got the modern strings and stuff like that. But, yeah, this one, you know, I don't know, this album kind of is lost in time. Mm-hmm. You know, in 100 years, they'll be like, was this in the early yeah. 1900s, mm-hmm. like 1950s? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what makes it so great. Yeah, it's, 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 not, timeless. it's not really timing. It's not really aging itself. You wouldn't say, oh, this is right around 2006 with yeah, all yeah. the other big bands at the yeah, time. Yeah. Like, but no. this is, so this, at this point, this album's 10 years old. Yeah, that's um, crazy. That's goddamn yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know. Where's her love? She's right here. He's right here. I think. <laughs> she's right here, baby. Uh, Still I living she, proof. I think she actually did find love after this, and then that ended. Oh, it, uh, the actor, Giovanni Ricci or Giovanni uh, Ricci? Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, R- yeah, not even close. Yeah, but not whatever. Close. He was got, with her, there. and then they broke up. So. His sister is dating back. Is was married. Oh to my Becky. god. Yeah. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, his sister, no, uh, Marissa Rabizi is Beck's wife. Is Beck's. Wow. Uh, so they all hung out at one point. I, I, there's there's three it. degrees of separation there. Dude, Beck and Kappa are always going in the together. corner, like, let's go listen to some fucking music yeah. while the other two are like actors or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, let's go listen to some jams. Because actors don't like music. Mm-hmm, exactly. Only musicians <laughs> do. Where is my love? I don't know, Cat. Wanna help you? It's inside yourself, folks. Find it there first. Mm-hmm. Don't be such pussies. <laughs> um, and anything else for that? Nope. Beautiful. Uh, Quick. Absolutely. Manly. <laughs> Number eight. Ah, oh, another one of my favorites. Yep, absolutely. Brutal. The moon. The moon. This song sounds like a ghost is singing it, like someone who's already dead. Yeah. It's just very, everything's still, cold. And kind of sounds like a, kind of sounds like a, like a slow Nirvana song. Yeah. It's 
got a Nirvana thing going on. Her background voice is, it's got the Leslie speaker, mm-hmm. which is that Leslie effect that like a lot of guitarists use. And yeah. It's just, it's again, it's that ghostly hovering sound. Is it like an oscillate? Yeah. Oscillate that's what it is. Well, from the Hammond B3, what makes the Hammond B3 organ Same have that? I think that's where it came from. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a speaker that has a clay, like a clay, I, I hope I'm not butchering this, but I'm something, cl- I'm close to this. It's got like a, an Adobe or clay. Adobe? Yeah, Adobe, uh, you know. Pee Wee Herman, everybody. Yeah. Some sort of like uh, fan thing, and, it, and it's made out of that, but what caught, it's the fact that it's clay and it work, the way it works yeah. with it, it goes, and it just spins really fast, which makes it have that like, Wavy, I, wavy, wavy sound. You can slower. I wish we had a, a video because you're doing a lot. I'm doing a lot of physical. A lot of hand twirling. Yeah. <laughs> like I totally get it, but people it's at home are like, "What's like, going it's on?" It's sort of like a centrifuge uh, thing, just spinning really fast. Iran had them, and we got rid of them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. like, no more Leslie speakers for you guys. <laughs> no more good songs coming out of Iran anymore. Mm-hmm. America writes great songs. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where I went with that. Yeah. Uh, um, centrifuge. That's the what the, George, beautiful reverb on this uh, on that guitar, the little hammer on. Yeah, and it's not. And again, they're not doing. They're not doing virtuoso stuff. No minimal he's, drums. He's, minimal piano. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like you, you, like lazy. Put some fucking effort into it <laughs> uh, on a, on paper, you know. But it, it works so fucking perfectly. And, and then you just got. What is this song? Uh, this is about death, and will you be around till that point? You know, this is uh, almost her looking up at the moon, d- doing that universal, like, I'm going to no longer be here one point. Will you still be here when that day comes? Mm-hmm. Um, the moon. But even the moon, like, how, how long will the moon be around? Uh, it's here to stay. Uh, th- my favorite line is everyone says they know you better than you know who. So simple, but just kill, killer. Uh huh. Everyone's telling you what to do and what you should be and blah blah blah. You know, you know. And you take that advice sometimes, and you know you shouldn't <laughs> go down the wrong path. And when I lay me down, will you still be around? When they put you six feet underground, will the big bad beautiful moon be around? Because the moon is not only beautiful, it is so far away. The moon is not only ice cold, it's here to stay. Mortality. Yeah. And as you're six feet under and decaying, mm-hmm. that moon still just spins on around. Or, around. or will it be? I think that's what she's saying to It's like, or is like my or does world it all gonna end? cease to, to, is it all gonna end for me too? Because, yeah. you know, can't live without you. Kind and, of and just being sad when you have that night, night when you're looking up at the moon, you're like, one day this is not going to be happening. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. take it for granted. You get lost in the day to day. You look at the moon. Like, cool, moon. Sometimes. Either I'm going to be gone before the moon or the moon's going to outlast me. And chances are it's going to be the moon outlasting mm. me. But, you know. And there's also this weird detachment with the moon being it used to be part of Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, a big. Uh, uh, creator allegedly or, <laughs> or god made it <laughs> whatever god one. put it there for a reason um another another sort of uh thing that sticks out to me in now 
the way we're gonna do this podcast uh, with Tom Waits closing time again is Tom Waits closing time has a ton of references to the moon yeah and this is a kind of another thing where the moon has its own sort of it's been it's been the romantic allegory. yeah it's it's the island that none of us can get to well we eventually did supposedly well, allegedly, again allegedly well it, it, it's sort of the melancholy it's not the sun all bright and happy giving us life exactly so you have those you have like either sun people or moon people obviously this is this is making and you can't be both uh, again that's that's where i was going with that obviously, who are you george pick a fucking side a moon person probably well um get the fuck out of my house yeah no no moon people in your household no um the worst <laughs> i think that you know it's sort of it, it's definitely got its romance to it. mm-hmm. um for sure yeah you know well, and it's this fucking rock floating around us that helps us keeps the tides uh, keeps the tides moving and gives people uh, you know muses to write about. Well, and it the, for whenever we started getting into uh, cars and and planes and everything, it was just something to shoot for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just the the big, it's the the thing we can't get to, but. You know, it's it's that goal in life to try to get to some place that seems impossible. It's like the promised land. Almost. We did get there, people. We did. We if did. you don't think we did, go listen to some other podcast. Yeah, it's okay though. You're you're smart. <laughs> um, you're alone. So, are you a moon person or sun person? Figured that out and uh, get back to us. Let us know. Drop a drop a line there on our website www.thisismusicpodcast.com. Uh, seamless uh, plug there. Uh, anything else for the moon? No, I just uh, listen to it, lights off, at night, with yeah. the moon out, and just uh, chill out. And then we'll go to sort of the opposite of the moon. The islands. islands. Not like the restaurant. I mean, like the restaurant. It's about the restaurant. <laughs> Two months ago, I was in Hawaii, and this song just brings me back. Obviously, Islands, but that sweet pedal steel. I mean, this is just pretty. This we just went from the moon to now we're in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, not not that it's a particularly happy yeah. song. She's but calling herself the island that she's yes. she's isolated from. You know, she's she's isolated. I I I want no no heavy diamonds and pearls crush my teeth. Just want my sailor to sail back to me. Yeah. So it's kind of that where's my love kind of thing. Yeah, and don't need don't it, the material things and all that. They're mm-hmm. they're whatever they are, but if I don't have uh, my love, none of it really means anything. 
Uh, Captain has a treasure. He says, I hold the key, but old man grows and sweet winds blow songs to you and me. Mm-hmm. It's really poetic right yeah, there. absolutely. I think, um, like, winds blowing a song. Like, that's what it's doing is blowing a song. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and then, so, yeah, she wants to rule the islands and the seas, but if he's not coming back, I'd rather just be dead. Mm-hmm. Dark. But if you're not coming back, I will sleep eternally. Is this the song that's kind of, um... It's a, a minute and 44. It's like a reggae. Yeah, it's very short. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of got a reggae-ish feel to it. It's like an island feel. Yeah. It's island lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a genre? <laughs> island. The island lounge. Lounge, man. Loungy island. Yeah. Really short song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does its job. It really does. It doesn't need to go any any kind of longer than you, you get the you get the idea. She probably was. This might have been one where she tried to go somewhere else and just thought, nah. I'll just keep it right here. Uh-huh. Quick four verses. Another Where's My Love song. But in the sunshine. Uh-huh. Uh, pedal steel. I, and let me just say who is that player because it's really... Uh, oh, it's it's Doug Easley. Um, there's Maybon, T- Teeny Hodges, who plays guitar for most of it. Uh, but some of the lead in the pedal steel is Doug Easley. Yeah, really nice. And there it is. I mean, it's quick. Let's just, we can just move on from that. It's mm-hmm. beautiful little interlude from the Where's My Love and the Moon were a little darker, so it, it kind of just picked up into a nice place. Um, and I think after it all, the next song is a little nicer too, and then we get a little darker again. So. Darker. Song number 10, After It All. After It All. song <laughs> love those whistles in the background it's, like a, it's doo-wop, doo-wop yeah. whistles. well it's like honky-tonk too the piano mm-hmm. it's like we're in a late 1800s bar mm-hmm. and those are great whistles in the south definitely a southern song uh really good drum playing on the on the uh, hi-hat just it's really nice and subtle um this is a song about a bad relationship after after ending it, looking back, um, and it, it, again, kind of bringing up abusive yeah. tendencies, yeah. which she kind of alluded to earlier. 
um, and make demands with your angry hands. You say you're sorry that you didn't mean to scream. You say you're back again that you still love me and that you never meant what you said to me. Should I believe what you're telling me? There is again where you start doing those little snipes saying, or you called her a bitch or whatever you did. Mm -hmm. But you said it in a way that all of a sudden changed everything. You know, she didn't come back the same girl. Um, kind of sat around waiting, but... Uh, to wait for you was all I could do to have you back with me so peacefully. You broke your back to left, you left your scratch, then came back to me just to get some sleep. Yeah, just coming, <laughs> coming back for comfort. Yeah. For what you know. Mm -hmm. Instead of coming back for <coughs> legit reasons. The right reason. You're like, yeah. I know, this is yeah, old, old, old faithful over here. Yeah. She's going to always be there. And she'll take it. So I can treat her like shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you get lazy. You take it for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's, for such kind of an angry song, it's like a sweet lullaby. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, go to uh, 226. The, I really like the piano solo. I think we just heard it, but let's just give it a listen. 226. The piano playing on this song is fucking yeah. phenomenal. Fading away, just another wavy song, that lullaby, just one, two, three, one, two, just kind of drifts off. Mm -hmm. So not angry words, but she's just kind of almost like blase, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen this game before. Yeah, it sounds like she's it. becoming jaded of her heartbreak, yeah. over her pain. Or um, just, I've let you in. Or she's that far removed from it now. Yeah. You know, like, after everything now, I can step away. After, yeah, after really it all. Like, we're yeah. not even doing that stupid game of, oh, you might call, or you text, and I'm wondering, should I do it? I'm, it's over. Yeah. Um, but, wow, I wasted a lot of time mm -hmm. on the the rebound. Yeah. Yeah. Again, very, very fucking relatable. Who thought of the whistle? Those Memphis dudes. He was like, hey, hit on. Like, yes. You're a little into it. Yeah. I cannot, I'm not a great whistler. Me neither. Yeah. I like. You know what's weird? I whistle blowing in. I. People blow out. I do both. Really? Yeah, if I want to go like. You want to get that bass tone? Yeah, I go inside, but if it's like. Like when you're singing along to the song and you need to whistle, are you going in or out? Well, you're not, out, even, out. Out, but you're not even hitting the melody at all. No, no I'm just doing oh, okay. another, another beat. I was like, is that what you hear? <laughs> that would be our first time and last time hopefully whistling on the podcast. Um. <laughs> but I'm glad she got a whistle song in there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird. There's not really... You know, like her, her first kind of... Let's see, one, two, three. All the all the front end part of this album has like choruses. And then she just kind of goes into this drifty. There's no real choruses, it's just mm -hmm. kind of verses and then 
little interludes of music. It's very jazzy in that way. Very, yeah, this song is really jazzy. Yeah. It, well, it's like, what did I say? Honky Tonk, Jazz, Lullaby. If there is the genre, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, no big choruses. You, you, nothing to really sing along to. Just let her drift with these kind of semi-angry thoughts about a, a bad relationship. And then it just drifts away, like relationships do. Well, after all that, we're going to get into some hate. She was angry, but yeah. not, not at uh, other people, at herself. Song number 11, Hate. here this is kind of going back to her old kind of style just her her guitar just stabbing at it and uh all nice little reverb sounds like she's in an insane asylum room <laughs> yeah kind of and uh i mean it's bleak yeah the uh the catchy chorus is i hate myself and i want to die yeah can you believe she said that? Can you believe she repeated that? I said I hate myself and I want to die. Yes, kind of just kind of in a, in a loony bin. Yeah, but making fun of herself, like, oh, can you believe she said how crazy of her? And her her voice kind of cracks when she says it. Everyone loves the fun when I when everyone comes by in the wind. I crunch. I want to die. They give me my pills or let me drink my fill. Heart wants to explode far away and nobody knows. So yeah, when everyone's around and having fun, I need to be on pills or drinking to even handle this yeah. nonsense. Uh, yeah, and the heart wants to explode far away where no one knows. Let's go commit suicide somewhere. And uh, the gr some great lines though. Uh, there's no laws or rules to enchain your life. You just do it. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. That's the one weird, powerful thing you can do, and it's it's devastating. But that's that's the one thing you actually do have uh, a choice over. Uh, the well, ones, yeah, the that's ones, where that's why it becomes a, a an appetizing opinion or an, a, an appetizing. Uh, Absolutely, it's a control thing. It's yeah. like I chose this bitch. Yeah. I'm not fading away. Yeah. I'm not getting old and boring. I'm choosing it. You didn't let me choose to show up. I'm choosing how to exit. Uh, the ones who didn't make it, the ones who couldn't take it, so glad they made it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dark. Giving them like, hey. You know, uh, that was 
you're you, you're given one chance and that was your choice and what are we gonna do say it was wrong well that was your that we, was your we don't know maybe they're at a n- nice party now that we're all going to and we just they got there early yeah and they've been like look at you've been waiting like oh. it's been open bar for 20 years yeah and you've been all sad for me. <laughs> I've been like trying to I've been a ghost and I've been opening up your turning on your faucet and opening up a closet door every once in a while but you just don't pay just attention you can see yeah. Yeah. hey let me hey come here let me whisper in your ear hate myself and I want to die half of it is innocent the other half is wise the whole damn thing makes no sense mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you why so part of it is just this it's she knows the stupid part of it's it makes a lot of sense to her why she would do it like why live in the pain which I guess that's ultimately what it is if you don't have that kind of pain you can't even imagine doing this but yeah. if you are suffering every day and you can't handle it well that that seems like a little more of a an, an opportunity that you can you have a choice here it was a Nirvana song as well I hate myself and I want to die it was supposed to it was going to be actually the name of an, an utero in utero I hit myself when I want to die. It was that was gonna be the name, and it was a joke. Quote, quote. Um, <laughs> the labels didn't really find it funny, um, and she took it and put it in her song. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Yeah, I, I mean you can Her voice, yeah. every time kills you. Kills you. This doesn't sound like someone method acting or. No. Or, yeah, she's not fit. She's not bullshitting this. Yeah. I wonder if she just did this like when no one was around her, or or she's like, here's the song, and they're like, we're not touching this. No. You you got it. Here's the guitar. Yeah. We'll sit in the, in the booth. Yeah. See you. And then they're like, while she's playing, like, damn that white girl. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Powerful cat, powerful. Yeah. We don't want him. We'll ruin it if we add anything to this. Yeah. That's kind of the beautiful. This this is and it's it's kind of like. I got a girl in this case just sitting with her electric guitar talking three chords maybe and again it is what her beginning album sounded like but Mm -hmm. just a lot more professional and confident yeah but that's kind of what she was like and the only song on this album that goes stripped down all the way and and it's kind of weird you go from there to the next song which is like strings and built up and it's a good way to send off this amazing album um, anything else you want to say about hate before we go on? It, it's sort of a the wild card of the record. It is. And fits just perfectly. Yeah, somehow. For such a dark tone. Yeah. Again, it's her songwriting that just holds it up. If, if she was just kind of saying random... I know this. We already went over a lot of these lines. We actually said most of the song. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, and, you know, even if you don't want to die, you get those moments you're just like, ah, God, what a scum I am. Or mm-hmm. at, 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 le- at bare minimum, it's just pretty. Uh, yeah, even if you don't even care about the... Yeah, the meaning The content. Powerful mm-hmm. hate. Well, <laughs> let's... Uh, I, I love how... I, wow, I never even really did this, but hate, and now we go to love and communication. Hate, mm-hmm. love. And so she's, she's not going to end on, on hate. We're going with love and communication.
building strings the, the, when you listen to this whole song it just it's slowly just going up a scale or up a note and it just keeps doing that and by the end it's almost like a you know like a horror movie and it's just very like it's got that tension feeling which actually uh, the new Radiohead the Burn the Witch got that same thing but much quicker that stabbing and it just keeps building up it's something about that just gets you on your uh, kind of up your spine yeah, yeah. just like what yeah. This is weird. And she's just kind of ranting. You know, there's not really, a, there's no real melody like she has other songs. It's just, mm-hmm. well, there is definitely melody, but, um, and this, this smooth little keyboard rundowns. <coughs> yeah, from that, like, Tynes piano. That, like, yeah. electric, electric uh, style piano. It's dope. Um, Rhodes, Rhodes piano. Love of communication, it's, it, it sounds like uh, afraid to commit and settle. Always looking for something better. Yeah. Think, you know, always, uh, it, are we just going for a ride here? Is this just somewhere where I'm going to be dropped off eventually? Are you, you're always, you always got your eye around the corner looking at something else. Um, and I think it's let me know. Just let me know if, if that's where we're going. Learning more and more about less and less and less. On the edge of your seat in some dark movie. Um, can you memorize the scenes? They'll be different next week. Can you tell me? Can you tell me? Can you tell if there's something better? Because you always... Because you know there always is. Because you know there always is. I mean, if you really want to, you'll always... There's always something better out there for you. Mm-hmm. In love and... It, you think there is. Or, or there... I don't know. And it... I think it's uh, if things are going too, I don't know, anytime there's anything wrong, that you know there's a quick out and you'll just, you'll go that route without trying to stick through and work out a problem. And I think communication is the key to it. What do you want? If you let me know what you want, maybe we could work it out instead of going into what the dark movie on the edge of your seat and some hiding away. Is that where she's going with it? Yeah. I love learning more and more about less and less. Yeah. I'm learning more about you by the less that you say to me. Mm-hmm. I'm learning more about you, mm-hmm. and you're kind of a sneaky little fucker. You're, show, you're, showing your, uh, you're showing your color here. And that's kind of where the music's like, I just, at first I thought this was good, now these more and more steps I'm learning about you. I don't know if, uh, if I should even come along for this ride. You get the background singing. Her ghost, her ghost singing. Yeah. Um, this, the, the fact that this is a sort of a, up, a, ascending tension song. Yeah. I think it's a great way to go out. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just kind of like, it, it's nice that she went out with a song that's that's more of an upbeat, upper beat sounding song. Yeah. Um, it's like a paranoid upbeat song. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And 
it's it's definitely got that southern like sadness to it too yeah a drug pirate or something yeah and it's got a riding out into the sunset kind of Mm -hmm. thing too Mm -hmm. where she's just fading off like onto the next next weird journey and that is the uh the end of 2006 cat power the greatest the greatest yeah i mean i one of my favorite records to put on like waking up on a saturday morning or eat dude honestly even like when i'm getting ready for work mm-hmm. i just i'll i it, because it's one of my more mellow records that i put on it's like cool i can put it on yeah in the morning um just to listen to and just let it the flow of this record yeah the great sequencing overall, yeah the sequencing sequence wow i'm burping the Hello. sequencing of this of this album the the sort of up and down that it goes that she goes through the music goes through the lyrics go through um is beautiful it's cohesive um there's no duds on this one nope there really isn't nothing there's not one that's like okay cool like i i get i appreciate this song for what it is yeah or Um, it's like oh this feels forced or or the record company is like play this one this is the big hit single it's just they, you could tell they let her do what she wanted to do on this. There's nothing that feels like, ah, that doesn't fit this album at all. Even like you said, Hate is the kind of the offshoot because mm-hmm. it doesn't have anyone else playing, but mm-hmm. it, it fits. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Uh, it, it makes sense for Cat Power to, to, to have a song like Hate. Yeah, I think she needs to throw that in there. No matter you know what, what I mean? it's, it's, that's her roots right there. Yeah. It's just her and a guitar. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and going as dark as you can. Exactly, exactly. Uh, this, this album definitely kind of definitely not definitely kind of definitely cemented her like her legacy legacy in, in my heart uh, for sure yeah and I'll f- forever be a Cap Power fan yeah uh, because of this album specifically yep um, and I think that she is one of those I don't know about underrated um, but definitely just a beautiful dark twisted soul yeah um, not twisted but she's a dark girl and I think that she at least in her lyrics she's just honest in her struggles she's not a bad person she's yeah. just a she's troubled troubled person um, wears a hard on her sleeve obviously mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she's got that has her Elliot Smith syndrome yeah, absolutely um, sort of like the, the, the tortured genius yeah. archetype that you see you know uh, all over the place it's weird during the interviews it's she'll say like sorry sorry did i you know she's always just doesn't want to yeah she feels like she's doing something wrong or like upsetting the because interviewer. That's how, i think that's how she just is if she's like i can't control the fact that i'm this fucking uh, yeah super vulnerable yeah but it doesn't mean i'm not sensitive to how other people in, uh not interpret you but like uh how you affect how yeah. your pers- personality affects other people yeah um and when a girl can just delve into her issues and her... And soon after this, I mean, she almost didn't make it. She had a complete nervous breakdown uh, where she was in her... She was living in Miami, no contact for like three months, just drinking herself to, to death, pretty much wanted to die. And you could hear a lot in, in the, the kind of lyrics at this time. And her friend came down and she said she didn't even know what was going on her friend was just she's like some reason my friend was crying and driving me and i thought we were taking her to the hospital but she was taking <laughs> like she just was so out of it and didn't get what was going on um 
sobered up, quote sobered up. She just doesn't believe in, not not doesn't believe, but she doesn't. She's like I'm not, or she she said she had like six drinks in like seven months or something, like a drink a month. Like she's not, she'll have a little wine or something mm-hmm. to relax. Mm-hmm. But it's, she's not doing, yeah, not going it's that not fast in anything. No, she still smokes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, absolutely great album. She came out with another cover album again. I think she just, you know, she wants to find herself, and she just loves doing covers. She loves mm-hmm. reinterpreting songs. And then she came out with The Sun, which is a really good album. It's like electronic album. Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like 2012 or something. Yep. And yeah. then nothing, nothing since then. She's torn. Um, she plays uh, every now and then with like. Um, sometimes at the, so well. at the Largo. Oh, does she? Yeah, she does like little. They do do. Some, some jams like with Ben, ben Montage, um, Tom Petty's, Tom Petty's, and the Heartbreakers uh, keyboard player. Yeah, he kind of runs a thing where every every so often people just get together and jam. Yeah, she'll um, come up and do some. Yeah, and she's, she has you know the past year, but I mean I would love you know obviously 2012 is not that long ago for for years yeah. for a record, but I just uh, I love her so much and I don't want her. Wanted to fucking be around. Yeah, um, yeah. She's got some crazy disease. I don't know the name of it right now, but it blows up like her face and constricts her uh, pathways for breathing. She almost died. Like the doctors couldn't figure that out. So she's going through all this craziness. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, ex- I'm I'm hoping there's a, another album coming around. Like you said, it's not end of the world. Four years isn't that long, especially for someone who doesn't really like write a lot of original. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, when you look back, she's wrote a shitload of songs. So yeah. It's not like she doesn't, but yeah. I think she's very particular in finding the her voice or the right kind of spirit for that album. So obviously, we did this one not even for obviously we think it's her best, but one of the one of the all time great albums. But start here, and then if you like this, uh, you know, go to You Are Free or go to the Sun record, kind of her newer records, and then if you want to go. Maybe Moon Picks and then her older albums, mm-hmm. if you want to listen to. Yeah, definitely Moon. I think definitely Moon Picks would. It, it, it as palatable. I, I hate you. Palatable. Using that word a lot lately, where it's just like, it's more agreeable to the masses. Yeah. Uh, moon Picks. Yeah. That's just uh, better production. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, no, it's just a great. It's a great album. Yeah. Uh, definitely check her out. Um, She's one of the good ones, folks. She's one of the good ones. You know, one of the real no bullshit kind yeah. of girl. You yeah. know, and, and, and sort of a genius. I mean, no, definitely a genius. And uh, I think that's why I, I, mean, I don't like bringing up, talk about her troubles, but that's, that shows in her music. The yeah. fact that she is so honest and, and, and brooding is because she's really like that. Yeah. And, you know, you can't really, these, none of these songs come off as fake. No. They don't come off as trying too hard. They, they, I, there's beauty and honesty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And listen to her interviews, and she's absolutely just charming. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. straight up. No. Uh, you don't feel like you're getting a scripted speech no. or anything like that. Or what you see is what you get. Yeah. So, Cat Power, I applaud you. Great album. You called it the greatest. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, that was a. Uh, homage to humanity we're all trying to uh, be the greatest in our own ways so mm-hmm. um, yeah I guess we'll send you out what do you want to do the greatest <laughs> we just did talk about it yeah. let's end with, with the greatest the greatest folks um, thank you for listening we'll see you on uh, 
the next one. See you soon. Love you. Two 